One of the first times I can remember being really excited about music was hearing Sweet Blockbuster on Crackerjack. And I didn't realize, Sweet were kind of like a glam rock band and it was kind of the poppy end of glam rock. And then it was a few years later than that, I suppose not that many years, like two or three years later, I heard Heatwave um, Boogie Nights on Swap Shop. And uh, I guess that was how back in that era, you heard a lot of music from TV and on kids' television programs and on Top of the Pops. I guess I liked a lot, I, I just liked pop music. I mean, you liked what was in the charts, and I didn't like a lot of what was in the charts, but it was a great era, 1977, 1978, 1979, for, uh, for obviously the disco music, but also for punk and sort of generally for, for pop. I think one of the first times I heard a, a house-type record was a, was a track by Chocolate called the East Street Beat that isn't really a house record, but it's kind of like a new, fast New York 4-4 record. And I thought That's a little, that is a little bit different because it's quite fast and quite electronic sounding, but it's still got a very much a sort of soul, funk, disco musicality to it. I just moved to London and I got a job in a record shop and just as I was sort of starting to buy imports, the first wave of house was properly coming over. So though some of these records have been around for a while, things like House Music Anthem, Jackie Body, and there was that happening as well as a lot of very strong hip hop, like Eric B and Big Daddy Kane. And so there was these two scenes, which both were putting out very different, especially tempo-wise, but very creative music. I was, as much into hip hop then as I was into house.
the highway As my luck just ran away And I wondered why I should go on another day Then I turned around I was so astounded by your smile Suddenly there was light Opened my eyes and then When I turned around Suddenly I found you in my heart This is the end of tearing my life apart
When I first did American Dream, I thought this has got something about it. But I, the first version I did didn't have the Indian singing on it. It was just kind of the sample and some drums and it had the spoken word. I thought it had potential to be a hit. I was managed by a junior boy's own at the time and Paul Byrne was, uh, had Pete Tong's ear. And I sent it to Paul and Paul said, oh, I prefer the version you did without the vocals. I said, well, can you send it to Pete anyway? And he sent it to him and Pete loved it and he played it and made a big fuss about it. And that sort of um, launch pad can really help a record, especially if it's got something like the Thomas Newman music and everybody loved the film American Beauty. So it's, it's, it's not just about the music, I think it's the association with a fantastic movie. I swear though he's gone, I still hear his word. 